Sorry guys, hang tight. Okay, we are live guys, I think. This is the Hake Report. I am James Hake. It is 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And you can call in, although the lines are already full, 888-775-3773. I will be getting to your calls. Sorry about the false start on my uh, stream here. Let me see if I can go through and delete my prior misbroadcast. Delete. Delete broadcast. What's up, guys? It is Friday, August 14th, 2020. Let's get ready for a show. I have quite one for you. I am doing two hours today. After my show, catch the Hake Report. I mean the Hake Report. TheFallenState.tv. And, uh, of course, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. Every Sunday. So, get ready for that. I'm going to talk about this transgender kid that's being... Forced upon the kid be despite what the father wants, the real father. And uh, I have a little update on the Canon Hinant. Is that how you pronounce his name? The little, little boy, five year old boy who got shot in the head allegedly by the um, black dude, the black neighbor of eight years. And uh, of course, some updates on Trump and Kamala Harris, her eligibility, the guy who who I read to you about questioning her eligibility as even senator, let alone vice president, Kamala Harris. She's Jamaican and Indian, but was born here in, like, Berkeley or something like that, or Oakland, some degenerate place, right? I have an update on the birther controversy, and I have a little bit of background that I just had to show you from Bill de Blasio. Just early life stuff. Some of you guys are into early life stuff, and I kind of am too. It's very interesting. So Trump is fighting back right on to him. They're acting like he shouldn't be fighting for um, fighting against this vote-by-mail stuff, including a Trump judge. Talk about... You know, he's appointed a lot of judges, but they're weak, a lot of them are. I guess there's not, there's slim, the pickings are slim, right? Anyways, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la, la, la. Yes, Childe Harald, or Childe Harald, Harald says, Childe Harald? I don't know how you pronounce your name. He says, rest in peace, James Kamala Harris from WWE. Yes, there was a very famous fighter named James Kamala Harris. Very famous WWF pro wrestler fighter. I don't know if he was WWF, WWE, and or many others. Uh, wrestling things, but yes, that guy died. It was in. It was a Drudge headline at one point. Joel says that he's sorry he had that name. Yeah, or sorry the other Kamala who's younger than him, because he died at at what? What age was he? I don't know. But what a mess. 
I'm gonna get to calls pretty quickly here, but first, I want to present to you a little bit about this, you know how I was reading to you, I think it was yesterday, about Kamala Harris's eligibility for president, right? Because her father came from Jamaica, Jamaican me crazy, <laughs> and her mother came from, uh, what is that country, India. And they both came here to be students at some university, like Berkeley or something, right? And one was studying one thing, one was studying another. And today, this Jamaican father is a post-Keynesian Harvard professor or something like that, or emeritus, something like that, right? And then the mother, I think she's died. They divorced when Kamala was seven, Kamala Harris, that is. And then she moved, the mother moved with the daughters, I think, daughters, up to Canada. And no word on whether they ever became citizens, the parents, right? Supposedly, according to the Harvard or whatever school that he's a professor at right, right now, or an honorary professor, he was Jamaican by birth but American by naturalization, but there is doubt over whether the father ever became a naturalized citizen. There's no word on what the mother did. And they came in the early 60s, like 1961, 1960 or so. And then Kamala Harris, if I'm not mistaken, she was born in 1964. Just two, three, four years after these people came into the United States to be students, to study. And that was when this the school systems were already quite corrupt, by the way. The so-called higher education. High from pot. Sick. But I told you about this man, John Eastman's article, about, it was questioning the eligibility of Kamala Harris. She was supposed to have been a citizen for at least nine years or something like that. To be a senator to be eligible to be a U.S. Senator, but she was still allowed to be a U.S. Senator. And then, that's according to, that's the rules for a Senator. You have to have been a citizen for nine years at least. And for the, to become a president or a vice president, right? You have to have been a natural born citizen. And she, although she was an anchor baby, she was born on the uh, U.S. soil. Was It's questionable whether she was born under the jurisdiction of the United States because her parents were not citizens. Or even, were they even um, permanent legal residents? Permanent legal residents. Were they? We don't know. So, there are people over there trying to accuse this John Eastman guy of being a hypocrite because he claimed that Ted Cruz was, back in 2016 or so, I think January 2016, that Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, is a legal, uh, is eligible to be president. He wrote this article that appeared in National Review, right? National Review is a rhino outlet. They're considered conservative, but they're well-respected for years, right? Wasn't that one, there was one guy who was, is like, was the early face of National Review, I think, but I could be wrong. I'm blanking on his name, so it's kind of useless to mention that. But Ted Cruz, 
His mother was a U.S. citizen, born in Delaware. From Delaware, right? I think she was born in Delaware. And then his father was a Cuban. And he was, they went, they moved up to Canada for a little while to do stuff. And he was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Is that right, Nick? <laughs> he's, a, he's my Canadian expert. But his mother was a citizen. So that's a big difference between having a mother who's a citizen and having both parents who are not citizens. At least, not that we know of. So it's a big, it's a big difference. Not mentioned in this guy's article, John Eastman, is the fact that Rafael Cruz, the father of... His name is Rafael Benvenido Cruz y Diaz, <laughs> born in 1939, who back in 2005, I think, renounced his Canadian citizenship and became a naturalized U.S. citizen. And he al he's also a Cuban citizen, I guess, because he's from Cuba. Now he's, yeah. And Ted Cruz, his real name is Rafael Edward Ted, quote-unquote, Cruz. Rafael Edward Cruz. Born December 22nd, 1970. He's 49 right now. But, I don't know. <laughs> it's a different situation from Kamala. And I'm not for Ted Cruz being eligible for, to be president necessarily. I'm, I'm open to having it be questionable. Because the mother, though she is American, or was American, I don't know if she's still living... She married a Cuban guy. And was he conservative by the time that he... Because he used to be pretty radical. Did he not? I don't know. Maybe I'm, mis maybe I'm confusing stuff. But I think that Rafael Cruz used to be kind of radical. Then, in more recent days, he's a pastor. Very strong conservative guy. I liked him better than Ted Cruz. In, even when I used to like Ted Cruz. Which I really used to like him. You really used to like Ted Cruz as, I thought he was a strong conservative. Now I just see him as a politician. He is on the conservative side, but not solid. So, whatever. Trump kind of provided a big contrast. So, the, Trump is getting slammed for giving oxygen, according to Fox News, to the birther theory about Harris's vice presidential eligibility, and Lindsey Graham is weighing in. And the Biden campaign calls Trump's comments abhorrent. He would not reject the quote-unquote conspiracy theory. That's the term that Fox News calls it. That Kamala Harris is ineligible to serve as vice president. How would you call that a conspiracy theory? I don't know. But, you know, Fox News is kind of, they're not what they used to be. What happened? What, where is Roger Ailes? I know he died. But that's the question that President Trump asked recently. Asked about the unfounded and widely refuted claims. <laughs> it's not unfounded. It's not widely refuted. It's widely dismissed because people don't care about the truth or the law. But they don't want to be... I guess Fox News doesn't want to be seen as racist. And who wrote this article? Alex Papas and Brooke Singman in Fox News. What the heck? I'm surprised at them. Newsweek put out this article by John Eastman. Newsweek. They're a liberal outlet. And it was an op-ed, right? They called it an op-ed. Anyways, 
um, asked about the unfounded and widely refuted claims, so-called. During the press briefing at the White House, Trump responded, I heard it today that she doesn't meet the requirements. Before adding, I have no idea if that's right. It's fair. Harris is a United States citizen born in California in 1964, making her eligible to serve as president or vice president under the Constitution. That's a lie. That's a that's a non not even an expert statement by these so-called journalists in Fox News. What the heck, Fox News? And I like Fox News, right? Just call me a boomer. However, professor at law at Chapman at University, John C. Eastman, wrote a piece for Newsweek this week claiming she was named the Democrat Party ticket, claiming after she was named to the Democrat Party ticket, while questioning whether Harris is a natural-born citizen because the mother was born in India, the father was born in Jamaica, and they only came here in the early 60s, and she was born in the early 60s. What the heck? So, he only said... He says, I would have assumed the Democrats would have checked that out. Well, don't assume that, <laughs> President Trump. But that is his, that is his uh, you know, giving too much credence to Democrats, to be, <laughs> to be honest, right? Because people really don't care about the law. They just believe, oh, by common, common assumption is if you're born in the United States, you're a citizen, right? And that's how the Obama administration treated the anchor babies when the Obama administration tried to push this DAPA child, uh, parents of Americans, defer, deferred action for parents of Americans, DAPA. He tried to pass that, but it got knocked down. Parents of Americans, by that he really means parents of anchor babies, people who've had children in this country, illegal aliens who've had children in this country. And he said, by the way, the lawyer that wrote that piece is a very, very highly qualified, very talented lawyer. Interesting. The president then said, you're saying that she doesn't qualify because she wasn't born in this country? The reporter corrected and said that she was born in the United States, but the issue involves the birthplace of her parents. It's not, doesn't involve the birthplace of her parents. It involves whether the parents were citizens. If the parents were citizens, or even if they were um, legal permanent residents. So, Trump said, I don't know about it, I just heard about it, I'll take, I'll take a look. And Joe Biden's presidential campaign condemned the president over the remarks when he was just being a fair-minded person. Simps. And same thing with, uh, same thing with Fox News. Just willing to surrender the country. And honestly, worse than, worse than whether or not she's a citizen, she's an evil person. Completely evil person. Nasty. Pro-abortion, believing in racism. And Joe Biden is pushing this too. Saying Donald Trump was the lead, national leader of the grotesque, racist, birther movement with respect to President Obama. Because it's questionable... What the circumstances of Obama's birth? We never saw a legitimate birth certificate, although the oh Bill O'Reilly says that he sent a team and they found, you know, an announcement in the newspaper, in the Hawaiian newspaper, some Hawaiian newspaper of Barack Obama's birth. 
but they never found the birth certificate. And there was, you know, the um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio found that, that it was, his team found that it was photoshopped, the one that they released, right? They released like two different weird birth certificate things, right? One of them was not even a real birth certificate, and then the other one was supposed to be a, a birth certificate, but he said that it's photoshopped. Interesting. And they just call it racism. It doesn't, they don't have to prove anything, they just say it. Sick. What did, I wonder what Lindsey Graham said. He's the Republican, so-called Republican. He is a rhino. Sometimes he's good because he's stands up with Trump a little bit. A little bit. Trump can make him function a little. <laughs> but he tweeted, while he disagrees with Harris on plenty of issues, there is no issue as to whether or not she is an American citizen. She was born in the United States in 1964 who were, to parents who were legally present. Under the Constitution and the Supreme Court precedent, she is unequivocally an American citizen. He doesn't know what he's talking about either. He doesn't. He's just being politically correct because of what I explained to you according to this other guy. Um, you know, just because they're legally present doesn't mean that the anchor baby is an American citizen, right? Doesn't mean that they were born in the jurisdiction of the United States. If they were here on student visa, who knows? Who knows? And it was three, four years afterwards. So I don't even know if they were still legally present because lots of people overstay their visas. So just FYI, the liberals will always tell you when you tell them we need a wall, they'll say, no, we don't. Most of the people who come into the, who are illegally here are on overstayed visa. So they're, uh, they just talk out of both sides of their mouth. They're, uh, they're gross. Gross people. I'm going to tell you guys about Bill de Blasio, hopefully later this hour. Um, I do want to get to some calls. First, let me read a few Super Chats. Thank you to Asmodor for hosting the show. Appreciate you, man. DLive.tv slash Asmodor. Check it out. But thank you for hosting The Hake Report on DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Hammy Kuhn, 92, gave a diamond and said, Change your intro to Jesse singing Hake is on fire. <laughs> you know, I used to stream on Sundays, right? And on Sundays, we would play the original The Hake Report theme song by AJ Gallardo. I gotta find a day or a time to be playing my original Hake Report theme song. I'm not sure which day that would be best. Maybe Fridays? Would Fridays be a good day? I don't know. Or maybe the top of hour two? Would that be too much Hake Report theme songs for a day? I don't know. I'll have to work with Joel to figure it out. Nick suggests Friday. Yee. <laughs> too late for today because we already played Trevor Wesley's excellent rendition of the Hake Report. Shout out to Trevor Wesley. Yeah, I like how chill it is. It's like casual Friday, right? Um, okay, cool. So, oh man. HydroPX says, Happy Men's History Month. Yes. Happy Men's History Month. Trump is the only man that we see on the public stage on, on, in the government. If you, have an, if you disagree with me, call me about it. But he is acting like a man. 
and this Lindsey Graham stuff and Fox News male writer Alex Papas and Brooke Seaman. She's not a man even. But uh, all these people pretending, oh, we can't see. Anyways, uh, look at what this guy says. Asmodor. He is a, an authority. He gave a diamond and said, neither Harris nor Cruz are natural-born citizens. I agree. Cruz was born, you know, Cruz's mother, like Obama's mother, had no loyalty to America. She married a Cuban. <laughs> and then they went to Canada. What the heck? And he was born in Calgary, Canada. So it just doesn't seem like he's a natural-born citizen. Doesn't the father make a difference? He's... Yeah, doesn't seem... doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. Evgeny Crosby 2020 gave a diamond. Said, Tommy Laren wants a 40-year-old virgin. Any takers? Hmm. <laughs> Evgeny Crosby. Man. Forget you. Uh, no takers. <laughs> Asmodor says, NRO, which is National Review Online, but he says, National Rhino Online, that is true. National Review Online, they're the people who did this whole thing, excuse me, called Never Trump. They had this whole series of articles by all these fake establishment conservatives, including people that, that many respected for years, right? Never Trump is what they came out with. When Trump was the best Thing who has happened to the Republican Party maybe ever <laughs> maybe ever I don't know at least on the national stage right Tony Castle gave a diamond said Trump should just deport Kamala before the elections that would be beautiful I'm sure that would be quite a fight <laughs> uh, but yes that would be a dream and I'm going to open up the Streamlabs and get your Streamlabs Super Chats. But first, let me get to Tony in California. Tony, the, dr the, truck, the trucker. Tony, what's all the racket? Hold on. Check on Tony. I should almost just hang up on him. So let me get to Samuel in Sweden. Samuel, it's good to hear from you. What's up? It's, everything is well, actually, and uh, I want to uh, call in and give a big announcement. I think it's a big announcement, anyway. All right. I, I, I heard you and uh, Jesse talk about me uh, at the show, Jesse show today. Yeah. And you were you were struggling with my short name. <laughs> yes. But you know what? I was not born with that short name, uh, and my I. I had a different surname when I was born, my father's surname, and then my mother divorced my father, and she did many things to try to uh, remove me from my father in any way, and one thing was to change my surname. Wow. But uh, since I started to listen to Jesse, and it's been a uh, process, but I realized that I wanted to reclaim my original surname, my father's surname. Nice. So, uh, I... And uh, today, uh, the government uh, uh, finished the uh, things, you know, uh, and I have a new short name, or rather, an old short name today. Um, and it's uh, it's uh, a Swedish name, uh, not not a German like the other, and it's Forsberg. 
And I just wanted to announce that. And perhaps some of my followers will wonder, who is that new family person on YouTube? But now my name is Solomon Hofstein. And, uh, Can you spell it really, for us? Uh, well, it's... Uh, is it going to be? Uh, is it going to be on your YouTube channel? Yeah, I have changed it on my YouTube channel already, and so. But I, I you know. So it's uh, no longer Freiholz. No, it's no longer Freiholz. The first five years of my life, uh, I my name was Samuel Forsberg, and then. Oh, I see it, Samuel Forsberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easier than Freyholz, anyway. Right. Oh, <laughs> it's the, it would have uh, been Freyholz. Freyholz. Yeah, it's Freyholz. Okay, I was calling it Freyholz. Okay, you know, Freyholz. I, I think I will, you know, I said that uh, Sean is a man, it, it's for 30 years, so I will probably misspell my, uh, say the wrong Sean in myself. But, <laughs> you know, it, I, I think it's a good add uh, to the men's history month. Yeah. Uh, you know, it feels right to have my father's short name. Of to course. The short name I was born with. So it's really nice. That is cool. Congratulations. So officially you are Samuel Forsberg. Yeah, it's officially here in the government in Sweden. F-O-R-S-B-E-R-G, guys. Nice. Yeah. It's my legal name now. Wow. Congratulations. Happy yeah, Men's History change, Month. Yeah, now I have to change everything. I changed my passport. <laughs> I have to change this, the card, credit card, of everything. Right. It's a paid, but I will do it. Nice. That's cool. Honoring your father. You know, I, I've known a couple of guys who had, for, some, for whatever reason, had their mother's last name, and they've changed it to their father's last name in uh, a, their adulthood. That's cool. So you were born... Forsberg, and then your mother, when when they divorced, tried to change it to Freyholz. Fry yeah. yeah, she changed it. She wow. didn't ask me. Malicious. And I was about five years old when she changed my name. Man, that is so. That is such a weird thing to imagine a man, a boy's, a man's name being changed around like that. Malicious. Yeah, but she did a lot more to make me uh, try to ma distance me from my father, telling me all kinds of things to make me hate my father. Yeah, and I was always, I always uh, was confused because when I thought about my father, I was longing for him. Right. But I was taught to hate him, so I was like, why do I, why do, do I not hate my father? I just long for him. Right. And, you know, as Jesse says that. Uh, children uh, wants their father. Yeah, of course. That is, that's a nice story, man. Right on. Men's history mom. <laughs> that's right. Well, take care, Samuel. It's great to hear from you. Yeah, the same. All Have right. a nice weekend. You as well. See you, see you on your live stream on Sunday and in church with Jesse Lee Peterson after that. Take care, man. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Take care. Let me quickly... Get to my second favorite caller, now banned from the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Whoa. Earl from Michigan. <laughs> What's up, Earl? How are you doing? Hola. Hola. James, hey. Hey. We speak English here. N no offense to the yeah. Hispanics. <laughs> Good. 
Yeah. So how does it feel before you get to what you want to talk about? How is it? How did you feel when Jesse Lee Peterson banned you from his show, from calling into his show? Well, I expected him to do it earlier. Really? I didn't think he could take the pressure. Oh, but, uh, that's how you took it, huh? You know, uh, I, I knew he would uh, uh, put a uh, tail between his leg and run from <laughs> uh, T and I. But, that's uh, funny. Fortunately, you got a thicker skin. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about Joel's rap about Earl the Squirrel? I think he's going nuts. Yeah, I found it. I mean, I found it humorous. Yeah. You know. Flattering. Because, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's all in fun. Yeah. What do, you think about, that, uh, what do you think about when the serpent tried to go to the stronger vessel and couldn't c- deceive him? And then he tried to go to the weaker vessel to try to deceive her. What do you mean, uh, you mean Adam and, uh, Eve? Yeah. I, uh, first and, and the, ser- and the serpent Adam. said, you're first more, you're more reasonable, Eve. You have tougher skin, Eve. <laughs> he never tried to deceive Adam. I don't he know. Through, maybe he, yeah, through, maybe he uh, knew that he couldn't. He, he went through Eve to yeah. get to Adam. Right. But, uh, Adam was... So is that what you're trying to do? Is you're trying to separate me from the president? When I'm the vice president? <laughs> Am I the vice president? I don't know. <laughs> no, he needed a... All he needs, he wanted them to fall from grace. So he did what he needed to do. And, and uh, you know... Uh, and didn't he tell, didn't he tell uh, Eve that she's more reasonable and she has thicker skin? No. <laughs> He just told her that uh, what uh, he was, they were told by God that uh, they just didn't want him to, uh, uh, them to know the truth. Yeah, wasn't that serpent a snake like you? No. (laughs) He was was not a snake? He was a what? He was a clown. A clown? The the serpent was a clown? Did you know uh, the serpent originally had legs? I don't know. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Because because God said yes to because God said yes to crawl on his belly. Crawl. Listen. I know. I his said curse that. was to listen was to uh, <laughs> lose his legs and crawl on his belly for the rest of, of eternity. Just because the curse was to crawl on his belly doesn't mean that he had legs. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. That's why it's a serpent. But he was a serpent before he was cursed to crawl on his belly. And then he was cursed to crawl on his belly. Well, there's no getting through to clowns like you. Well, you don't uh, know that it, it doesn't mean that he had legs. You can believe what you want to. Just go ahead. Uh, but uh, enough uh, uh, Beavis and enough about butthead. <laughs> you can't uh, say that. This is a Christian show. No, it's not. You're not a Christian. Wow. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> you're not one. You're a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I almost fell over backwards when I heard a reporter question your your fearless. Uh, well, Jesse's your fearless leader, but his fearless leader, and asked him when you're going to apologize to to the public for all your lies. 
It was and ridiculous, he was huh? He was speechless. He had nothing, no response. Because there's, uh, there is no next, response to a dumb uh, question like that. Well, that was just posturing. Honestly, he probably would say, I'll stop now. Or try to. That was dumb posturing. You know, he had about 20,000 reported lives. And unfortunately, somebody finally questioned him in, to his face about it, instead of reporting after the fact. Right. What, you know, fact checking. Whatever. After the fact. Earl, you're and not. Then, Earl, you're not making any sense. No, you are. That's your. That's your way of uh, defending your fearless leader. No. All of a sudden, that, that makes. Sense. What are you talking about? We don't have leaders here. This is America. Yes, this is. This is. This is. You, you believe everything. Everything your fearless leader says. What are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Donald Trump now. Whatever. You don't, I don't believe everything that he says. That's a lie. Boy, you You're lying. Him, I bet you, I bet you, uh, if he, if he stopped being Republican, you, you'll stop too. You'll just follow him. Aren't you a Trump follower? No, I'm a Trump supporter because Trump is, happens to be right. In your mind. That's how twisted and, and uh, what, uh, uncritical you are of Donald Trump. Uh, that you doesn't know, mean, uh, you don't make you know, any sense, uh, Earl. You know, I'm quite uh, critical of Trump. I didn't like him kissing up to the gays or the females and stuff like that. Or the blacks letting yeah, them out of prison. Minor, Chris. That's little yeah, it is minor. minor it's relatively minor. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, Michael uh, Cohen uh, 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 came out with a book and exposed Trump. The rat? He, said he knows where the all, rat? all the bodies are. That's dumb. Even... You, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, all of, all of a sudden, people. Earl, all of a sudden, you like Michael Cohen because he's turned on I Trump, the I rat, like the I'm rat. Just saying, You're giving credence to him. You're giving credence to him. He's a rat because he's telling, he's telling on a liar. No, a liar telling on another. Liar. Michael Cohen believes in racism. He's the liar. So, one uh, of uh, my bosses who uh, who turn over uh, and turn on their buddies. Because both of them are rats, you know, and they and one uh, one uh, becomes uh, uh, you know a state witness or whatever. It, because he knows all. You don't know what you're dirt, talking about, where Earl. All the dirt is. You don't know what you're talking and, about. Uh, that's why they try to ban his book. If they you try to keep him, from Earl, Earl, if you, Earl, did you vote for Hillary Clinton? Don't worry about who I did voted for. Did you vote for Hillary Clinton? Did I vote for Hillary Clinton? That's my business. In whom I vote. All of a sudden, you're acting white. That's that's a personal question. It's my business. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> no, it's so not. Stupid. Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle know, said that it's a white like thing to know, to hide like about you, uh, politics because have you ever been black? that's personal. That's personal. Uh, have yeah. you ever been black? I'm black on the inside, white on the outside. Have you ever been a, a black person? Yes. So you seem like you you think you know what every black person. <laughs> Is or thinks you don't want to admit that you, you voted. You don't want to admit, Earl, that you voted for Hillary can, Clinton. Like and meanwhile, you meanwhile, you're you pretending that you care about dirt. Not, that's pathetic. That's your personal business. You're a liar. When you go into I gotta a booth, go, Earl. You don't have to tell. Nice talking with you. Have a good one. Tell people who they who they uh vote voted for. Bye. Adios, Gary Cat. <laughs> All right.
I'm sorry, guys. I still like talking to him. Call me shallow. Um, man. You know what? Let me get to Connor out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hang tight, Richard, and the rest of you guys. I will be getting to you. I, w I gotta talk to Connor, though. Connor, thanks for holding. What's up? How are you doing? Hey, Jay. How are you? I'm doing fine. You're kind of coming in, in and out rough right now. Uh, uh, hold on, buddy. Now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just... Connor, stay, stay there. It sounds like you might have fixed it. But let me first get to Richard in North Carolina. Richard, how you doing? Hey, Earl, Earl makes me laugh. I'm glad you didn't ban him. I'm just sitting there just laughing, and my cats are looking at me funny because I'm just busting in the gut. You know? Yeah. But it <laughs> is a, it is a shame that he's that old and just so deluded. What, is he in his 50s? He's in his mid-50s, isn't he? I don't know. 50s, 60s, 70s, something. But anyhow, I wanted to actually. I wanted to switch because the anchor made me uh, made me think off my feet. It's all his fault. I'm just Hang on, so actually, Connor. I, to, I will get back to you, Connor. Do you want to get to Connor? No, can, go, for it. go for it. Go for it. Go for it, Earl. I okay. mean, uh, okay, Richard. Earl, <laughs> that makes me your second favorite <laughs> caller. But anyhow, um, the five year old that was killed in Wilson, North Carolina. I used to live in that area, and um, in the in the eastern North Carolina area, and I am not surprised. Really? That, that it's not a no. I'm not surprised at all. There's a lot of there's a there's there's a lot of intermixing of white and black in that area of marriages and everything like that. You know that guy probably has a, had a mental issue. I'm not sure. He looked like but it. He honestly looked, he looked like he had an issue he just a, based off the drug, picture. Or he has a drug problem. Or yeah. he has a drug problem. Or he's, he was twerking. Or he's, he's, you know, tweaking. Whatever. Tweaking. What, do they, what do you call it when you're on meth? I, I don't know, but and they do call it tweaking. Call different things yeah, tweaking. And 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 um. And that that community is that town is about twenty five percent black and about twenty five percent Hispanic and the rest is white. And and I'm gonna um, play it. I think I'm gonna play a clip from a news report where they play they show the father talking about the loss of his son. It's a cr pretty crazy situation. I, it's, it's it's tragic. What was the last name? Do you, do you remember of the kid? Hinant or something like that. H i n n a n t. I don't know them then. Um, but anyhow, I just want to say I'm not at all surprised that that the leftist media is not making a big deal of it. They're they're coming to Raleigh in August 22nd, though BLM is. But they, I, I can tell you, they're not going to come to Wilson. I've been to Raleigh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Raleigh's 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 a nice town. It's it's leftist as hell, and it's right. coming into my my area of my suburb. Unfortunately, you know. But yeah. but you know, besides that. Um, I just wanted to say that it, it, it was a sad thing that happened, but honestly, in Wilson, there's a lot of drug problems in Wilson, so I, I, especially with the uh, black community. There's you know, it, it, it looked like, there. honestly, the father didn't look totally right either. I looked at yeah, the father, well, and a, I don't know, maybe large, I'm just judging. He was no, like no, missing no, no, a tooth. No, no. There's, a large, there's a large meth problem in the white population there. Yeah. And, 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 and the blacks are usually on crack. And and the Hispanics are usually drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean those are the those are the drugs of choice, right? Interesting. Those are the drugs of choice. But anyhow, I just wanted to say that you know I, it, it's a tragedy. But honestly, when I heard it was in Wilson, I was not half surprised. Do you think it was racially motivated? I think I think the guy was high on something, or he uh, was off his schizophrenic medication or his mental mentally ill medication. And he watched something on TV, and it set him off. 
and the kid rode on his property, and he says, how dare that white boy do that, and he shot him. Yeah, I have, you know, I have no crazy. idea. I have no idea. I haven't seen any, you know, any indication, and the father claims that he has no idea. I don't know if the father is telling the truth or not. He may be totally at a loss, or he may know more than he's he saying. Who knows? Yeah. I appreciate, but totally the father, yeah. the father and the killer, the alleged killer, were neighbors for eight years, and this boy yeah, is five, right? And I don't he know if this have, boy... used to have moments with the barbecue and stuff, I heard. He yeah, they had just had dinner food. like the night before, or a, maybe a couple of nights before. When did the murder happen? Yeah. Was it... I think they had dinner on Sunday, and then the boy got and then they killed, killed on Monday? Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Monday or Tuesday. And, and, and that's why I think it's either he was off his drugs or he was on meth or something. And know, he said that, according to the father, like, there was no beef or anything. Like, they were friendly. So it sounds, it sounds like a drug rage to me. Maybe so. I appreciate so, it, Richard. You take, take care, care. Man. Have a good weekend. Have All right. Happy Men's uh, History Month. Yeah, you too. Nice. T- take care. Thanks, brother. Bye. Let me get back to Connor in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for holding, Connor. And yeah, no problem. You can hear me better. Much better. Appreciate it. What's Fabulous. up? All right. Amazing. Hey, you need to tell Earl to stop being a beta. Always coming on your show complaining. You, you think he'll listen? <laughs> I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, I just I noticed people like him and you know what it's so funny. You know, He's just lying to me. He says that <laughs> I have thicker skin than Jesse Lee Peterson. That is so not true. Anybody who's honest who watches me versus watches Jesse, no way. I mean, I, I can handle a little. You know, I can handle criticism, but I yeah, may not necessarily yeah. handle it well. That's such a lie. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Anyways. Yeah. No. He, yeah. He's always lying. What a snake. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, him, him, and T, and and uh, Greg, the guy who called Jesse uh, Tom like a mug. Oh yeah, complaining. <laughs> but um, but anyways, um, I wanted to ask uh, about um, feminism because I, I I think last time we talked, I told you I was nineteen, and I've always when I was in high school, I I, I did go to predominantly black high school, and I don't think uh, a lot of the girls there really found me attractive just because it, it is normal. Because you know you're going to be attracted to people who look like you, right? Um, you know, uh, it's just like if it's normal for a white man to marry a white woman, it's going to be normal for a black man to marry a black woman, right? Um, and you know, of course, a bunch of other races. But um, I, I, I'm curious because I, I watched your your interview with Brendy O E E E, yeah, and uh, um, how he's a proclaimed incel, but he also talked about how you know, like he correct me if I'm wrong, he did go on. Or he had girlfriends or something, but he never had any sexual contact. I, and and per- yeah, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't remember whether he's had dates before, but probably no long-term relationship for sure. Anyways, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Anyways, um, but I mean, I, I for a while kind of thought I was an incel, um, it, it, it just because I, I, you know, I experienced like four years of turmoil at the high school I went to, but it's like. I figure, I, I don't know if, because I hear a bunch of different things, because you'll have liberals tell you one thing, you'll have Republicans tell you one thing, and then you have the boomers <laughs> who, who tell you just, you know, have confidence, bud, and, you know, you'll get a girlfriend and all that crap. And, um, you call it know, crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know if, if, if feminism or if just like, because I, I think social media has a big, um, uh, influence on the way girls 
uh, go about like, you know, dating or guys they like, because one thing you notice, especially girls my age, you know, they post on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, even, you know, rarely Twitter, but you know, mostly the three I just aforementioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they'll post the, with the, with the filters and the, you know, maybe some butt shots or things like that, you know, large cleavage, cleavage right. shots. Um, so, so I, I, cause I'm kind of confused. I don't really know if, because, because those, those type of girls who get a bunch of likes and comments, like it's validation and it makes them feel a lot better about themselves. Like, Oh, look, I get, you know, a hundred likes on my photo where I have a filter over my face and I have a lot of makeup on and maybe I'm busting out my ass a little bit. And it, it definitely makes, I think it makes a certain amount of girls, if not all girls who do that, make feel better about themselves. Yeah. But I think I think feminism has had a huge impact on the way women and girls date. And, and because you, you notice this stark, this very stark, um, um, uh, uh, the, the, the difference between the generations, because I, I can't tell you how many people I've met who are a lot older than me, who are in relationships that seem healthy, that seem as if there's a lot of, um, and these, these are just assumptions I'm making, of course, right, but they, yeah. you know, they seem happy. They seem to really love each other. I have, I have a good couple friends, um, a good, a, a, I have friends who are a couple who are, uh, significantly older than me. I think the one, uh, the one, the guy, he's like 71, I think. And the woman is 62. So about an 11 year, 10, 10 year difference. And, you know, I always talk to them when they're, like, we go out to eat a lot, um, and I always talk to them, and they seem, you know, they seem super intelligent and very and very nice, and, and just, like, it, they seem like they really love each other, and, you know, and, and you know, uh, the woman is also very kind and is very smart, and she was a teacher at one point, and she taught little kids. Um, but so, like, you see this big difference of how people go about, you know, love and relationships in the ages. And right. I, don't, I don't really think it has to do with race. I think it more so has to do with the generation, the, the you know, the age differences, because you'll meet, I, I've met plenty of people coming out of high school or who are graduated like me that, you know, plenty of girls that just seem like I don't really want to deal with and waste my time with because they're, they seem to be just be so silly. Right. So immature and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all that stuff. But I meet these older women who seem, who are in relationships that, Seem, seem to be healthy relationships. They seem to be smart, uh, really happy people, you know. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just kind of wanted your take on it because I feel like it's I feel like it's a mixture of feminism, a mixture of social media. We know we know how feminism is like just you know how it affects people, how how it makes the beta males think too, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just it's very uh, damaging for females and women of all ages and all races and all that stuff. So. My first question, do you still, do you not, you no longer think of yourself as an incel? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think of myself as an incel anymore. There, there was a time in my life where I really did, but, you know, I, I was kind of, it's almost like I was in denial of girls liking me because I went through my whole high school, I went through my whole four years, girls liking me, and I never engaged because, I never engaged with them on a romantic level. At least I was really bad at it or something. I, I can't remember exactly, but I, it was hard for me to engage with them on a romantic level because either they were too immature for me, uh, they were too silly, um, too fluffy, bubbly uh, for me, and, and or um, it was either too awkward for me because there was one girl who was a, 
a slut right. who, would always flirt, who would always flirt with me, but she had a boyfriend. So it was like, and she would text me and, and be very, you know, sexual and flirtatious. And I just, I can't, I can't deal with that crap. Right. I just can't. But, um, that's but good. I know, I, I no longer consider myself an incel. No longer. What a setup that is that people, that they have this thing that they call incels now, involuntary celibate, where uh-huh. the guys put, take on this identity of, I'm an incel. I can't get. I can't get a girl. That seems like a setup, <laughs> like a yeah. locking yourself yeah. into a mindset of doubt and on. So, do you lack confidence? Um, no, I, I've I've gotten actually a lot better. Uh, I, one thing that actually uh, really helps me with my uh, confidence and just engaging with people is is actually my job because I'm I'm required to talk to a lot of people. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm actually. Uh, um, into filmmaking too, so you have to, you have to be very communicative. And I have a mentor uh, who does the film stuff with me. Who actually is, he, I kind of take inspiration from him because he's very uh, confident. He has a lot of, he has a lot of really good communication skills. But skills, but no, I mean, I was, I was really miserable in high school and middle school. So I, I, I had a lot of, I had, a, I was very, I had, a, I was very insecure, had low self esteem. You were like, m- basically. Yeah, you yeah. were miserable in high school. Why? I mean, you well, said you well, had you said you lacked confidence. You had low self-esteem or whatever. Well, also, because the way I was treated, um, oh, okay, and, and things like that. So I was just a really miserable person in high school. And you had both you parents. Know? Yeah, my, my my dad and mom are. I live with both my parents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, um, the I will yeah. tell you, you're right that about the social media stuff. It is such a setup because it just all about feeding the ego, and that's all the women are nowadays, or the young ladies, anyways. And um, you're right that like the boomers, like your boomer friends, I think they're they would be considered boomers if they're in their early seventies. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, well, actually, she might be well sixty-two. That's still a boomer. Yeah, I think yeah, late fifties yeah, is like when a boomer the boomers yeah, begin. Like yeah. Um. So, uh, and then the feminism, feminism for sure, it is a setup, and then the the men, the men for sure, are very, like, weak and set up to, like, not want to overstep anything in order to not appear overstepping or whatever. It's so ridiculous. It's such a, it's such a setup on society to just destroy society and destroy the relationships between men and women. Just natural, decent normal relationships between men and women, whether they're girlfriends and boyfriends or not. Uh, what a yeah. shame. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, agree. I don't have anything else for you other than just that. It's, uh, but it is... Are you in a relationship? No. Uh-uh. Okay, amazing. Yeah. I was, I, for, I was in, I was not, I was dating a little bit, but, um, similar to you, I would judge the females. Once I got any indication uh-huh. of feminism in them, I would just... <laughs> And I, and I wouldn't put up with, like, I wouldn't let a lie slide, whereas I could have been a little bit more gracious, maybe. But, you know, I'm glad I'm not with those people, you but know, you to this day. No. Oh. Okay. No, I was okay. trained from a, from, I was trained by my mother, like, you're not supposed to have sex out of wedlock. She showed us some movie where you see the man lying. He's not even lying in the bed next to the woman. He's lying in his tuxedo at the foot of her bed, and I guess that implies they slept together and had sex, and so she told us, you, you, 
you saw that movie, but they're not supposed to have sex before you're married. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> right out of, like, right out of first grade, you know, six, seven years old. Right, and so right. she, she pushed that on us. And I'm pretty sure that everybody in my family, my, you know, my siblings, and I would, I assume that my parents both didn't have sex. Nobody had sex before they got married. And now they're married. But maybe I'm wrong, but I don't want to know <laughs> if they did. <laughs> so I thought that the world was pretty, like, that it was wrong, that everybody knew it was wrong to have sex out of wedlock. But pretty, throughout high school and definitely into college, they were pushing cohabitation, living together and all that stuff. And they were, de you know, my friends were, like, definitely having sex before marriage. Right, so. right. And most well, of them yeah, are not I'll married to this day. Yeah, I was, I mean, when I was, I don't think, I mean, obviously when I was a young kid, I didn't really know what sex was. Like, I thought I knew what sex was. Like, I, I remember thinking that, like, you know, sex wasn't, I, I, I mean, when I was a kid, like, you know, you're very naive and you're very ignorant, like, just, just inherently because you're a kid. Right. Um, and you, you don't really know much about really anything, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like. At least when I was in elementary school and I started figuring out about sex, I thought sex was just, you know, people kissing and things like that. I right. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't really know like that. You know, definitely more complicated than just you know kissing. But it's like, and, and of course later on in life you learn about it in the religious sense. You know, some people do that is, but um, I think I think we're all taught from a young age and 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 you know men and women, uh, 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 especially with media and what movies show us and TV shows show us and even music. You know, like we're we're taught to go about certain ways and dating. We're taught to go about certain ways when it comes to you know approaching women or or how to treat a woman. And and I think it's it's been very damaging. And you know, you have the simps and the beta males that make it actually very easy for women in the sense that they make it easy to to really feed into this ego because you know the Instagram and the you know even like the OnlyFans stuff. Like it's it's right. really easy. To show women that they, to make women seem special and make women seem like they're, you know, more important than the average person. So, yeah. You know. But yeah, but yeah, no, I just, I just kind of wanted your input on that. Yeah. Um, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it, Connor. Very good. Oh, very good input. Take care, man. No, appreciate it. Bye bye. See, uh, by the way, do you catch church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Um, I rarely do. Can I call into that? You can call into that. Lately, we've been accepting calls. It is the same number as calling into the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the Hague Report, between eleven and twelve Pacific time, which would be between from. Oh, actually, it's between eleven and twelve thirty Pacific time. So it's between okay. between uh, two p.m. and three thirty your time in Atlanta. Okay, amazing. Yeah, amazing. And, on and real quick, is, is Joel there? Yeah. Uh, can you tell him he's black? <laughs> can I tell him he's black? Joel, you're black. <laughs> Appreciate it, Connor. Good to hear All from right, you, man. Take James. care. All right, bye. bye, -bye. All right. Oh, man. I'm going to get to more of your calls, guys. By the way, uh, <laughs> I remember, like, just being... I was basically a woman with the women. Like, I would be all nasty and attitude. Once I caught an indication that, okay, this is not going to work out, I would just make them hate me, basically. What a... blank. No break, Hake, hold it in. 
Oh, man. Can I do that? It is Friday. I could probably do that, right? Blessed in Praying asks, Hake, are you Eve? <laughs> Referring to my conversation with Earl from Michigan because he tried to say that I'm, I have thicker skin than Jesse Lee Peterson. Like anybody believes that. What a liar. He was just trying to pretend that Jesse couldn't take the heat. When in reality, Jesse doesn't need to be putting up with the mess when he can have productive conversations with people who are actually somewhat open. Not closed-minded, dumb, black, old, bitter idiots like T and Earl. But I will take their calls. <laughs> no offense, but that's what you guys are, uh, T and Earl. T especially, very bitter. Earl is... Earl better be careful, too. Um, Trail, oh no, Troll Rio Mickey says, I see why Jesse banned him from calling. Yeah. Quickly. Oh, you know what? I don't, you know what? I don't think I will take this break. I think I will try to do it. But if I need to take a break, you guys are going to know about it. Hang on to Chess and Daniel and all you guys. Hang tight. I will get to you. But first, I want to present to you Bill de Blasio's Early Life. And then I will, I put a clip in the folder, uh, just now, of, uh, the father of this five-year-old white boy shot in the head, killed, allegedly by this black guy who looks like he's off based on his mugshot, if that's his mugshot. If it's not a mugshot, that's even worse. But, anyways, Bill de Blasio, early life, family and education. I got this from Wikipedia, guys. And there are some of you who like this early life stuff. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting to know where people came from. Yeah, I'll get to that after this. Bill de Blasio. B-I-L-L. Lowercase d-e. Capital B-L-A-S-I-O. Bill de Blasio was born... He's the socialist mayor of New York. What a disgrace. Shame on the people of New York. Voting in this, this sleazy guy who's married to a former black lesbian. Is she still a lesbian? Is he, like, basically female at heart? He was born May 8th, 1961. Born Warren Wilhelm Jr. Warren Wilhelm Jr. <laughs> While he did not grow up in New York City, his dro parents drove down from their home in Norwalk, Connecticut to the Manhattan's doctor hospital for his birth. He's the third son of Maria Angela born de Blasio. So he took his mother's name, maiden name, that is. And his mother lived from 1917 to 2007, about 90 years. And Warren Wilhelm, the father, Warren Wilhelm, German guy, Part German, anyways. 1917 to 1979. So this guy was born, Bill de Blasio, born 1961, and his father died in 1979 when he was 18. Committed suicide. His father committed suicide because he had terminal lung cancer or something like that, according to what I read in Wikipedia. Sick, huh? So Bill de Blasio, Bill, no, Warren Wilhelm Jr. changed his name to Warren de Blasio hyphen Wilhelm in 1983, four years after his father killed himself, and then finally to Bill de Blasio in 2001 to honor, quote-unquote, to his maternal family. And that was 2001. 
several years later, his mother died. Bill de Blasio, Warren Wilhelm Jr., has two older brothers, Stephen and Donald. His mother was of Italian heritage, and his father, German, English, French, and Scotch-Irish ancestry. Isn't that kind of interesting? You know how I say, oh, Italians, are they white? (laughs) And Irish, are they white? Part of the reason for that is, you know, whites in general, the traditional American white is not that much into their whiteness. They may know that they're, oh, we're Scottish, we're English, we're Irish, we're Danish, but really we're American. Like, they think of themselves as Americans. They don't even think of themselves as white, but different from that is the Italians. They have a very strong Italian identity, which is not the the traditional American white thing to be into, is your such and such the motherland or whatever. And Italy, too, is very, uh, very um, Catholic, right? Isn't it Catholic? At least the mob, they're Catholic. <laughs> the, you know, the mafia. I think of them as being Catholic, according to the movies that I see, have seen. Um, and same thing with uh, the Irish. They have, like, this strong Irish identity. Supposedly they were, um, you know, a lot of them were enslaved or indentured servants. And also, they are Catholic. They're more Catholic, the Irish. And nowadays, they're just off the deep end. They have a prime minister who's homosexual. I don't think they elected that homosexual prime minister, but still, what a disgrace, right? Um, Mentally and spiritually ill. Spiritually dead, really. So his paternal grandparents were from Ohio and Iowa. So he has some history in the United States. His, His... Grandfather on his mother's side was from, like, some weird place. Italy-type place. Um, his uh, uncle on his father's side was worked for the CIA in Iran. Huh. Interesting. CIA. Uh, also, during the 1950s, at the height of the Red Scare, which was a red reality. <laughs> They call it a red scare because they pretend that communism was not an issue. Oh, these people were just fear-mongering. No, communism is here, and we are, despite that Trump says we will never be a socialist country, we already are a socialist communist country, and Trump is trying to bring it back. Because both Maria and Warren, the the parents, were accused of having sympathetic interest in communism. And I bet that's true. Because look at their son who just turned on his father's family and so-called honored his mother. What a disgrace. So I just had to share that with you. Yeah, his father died by suicide while suffering from incurable lung cancer when Bill was 18. And he went to college and a bunch of dumb stuff, right? He was a 1981 Harry S. Truman scholar. That tells you that he was an intellectual evil person. And still is. A sick person. And he became, and he was elected? I mean, look at Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Cortez and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. The voters are dumb. That's why I love Trump for fighting against this vote-by-mail stuff. Because that's only going to spread both voter fraud, because these are dishonest people. Commies always lie. SJWs always lie. Shout out to Vox Day. 
I know there's some f fans, right? There's some who are not fans, but that's okay. He's right about that. Um, they lie. Women lie. Earl lies. <laughs> Female-minded liberals lie. And, of course, there's going to be voter fraud and this stupid... I'm going to get to that if I have time. But these ju there's a Trump judge who said, produce evidence that there is voter fraud, mail-in voter fraud. You don't have to produce evidence. It's common sense. It's wide open to it. Anyways, had to just mention that. I'm going to play for you guys right now the clip of the father of the five-year-old boy who was allegedly shot and killed in the front yard by the black male neighbor, allegedly, right? This is the story of Canon Hinant. And I have just some footage, just some news footage from local news. WRAL-TV. Of the father of Canon Hinant. His name is Austin Hinant. He's missing a tooth. He looks skinny. Looks like he could be the white brother of the killer, Darius Sesums, age 25 who's been charged uh, with the murder, I think. He's been charged. I don't know what, char what the charges specifically are at this point. But here is the father. This is from WRAL-TV. Listen to this and watch. They were just playing in the yard like any other day. Cannon had gone to church Sunday morning with his dad and sister. Everybody there just loved Cannon. And Cannon just loved riding his bike as he was doing Sunday evening in his dad's front yard on Archer's Road. His two sisters there with him. His dad, Austin Hennett, was inside when he heard the gunshot. I just scooped him up in my arms and held him and held him and I screamed and somebody help me play, please help me save my son. God, save my son, please. Hennett looked up and saw his neighbor in the yard next door, gun in hand, pacing frantically. I was looking at him as I was picking up Cannon, and I was so full of rage, but I couldn't leave my son's side. I just wanted to be with my son. Hennett's fiance called 911. He says his neighbor, 25-year-old Darius Sessoms, who lived with his parents, soon drove away. Mm. Police arrested Sessoms the next day, charging him with murder. Can you explain why he would shoot your five-year-old boy? I have no idea why he would kill my son in front of his two sisters, his cousin. No idea. Just the night before, Hennett says he had Sessoms over for supper. They sat on the porch, drank a beer together. So, because there was never anything between me and him, any bad blood whatsoever for him to have a reason to do this. But those last moments with Cannon, unimaginable. I can't imagine what it's like to hold your son while he's suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. As his blood run down my arm. Crazy, huh? Hennett and Sessoms had lived next door to each other for eight years. He says he never had any confrontation with them. Says he had a great relationship with Sessoms' parents. I did call Wilson Police today, and a spokesman told me he had no information about a motive. Meanwhile, the crowd gathers here to say goodbye, David. And so there's a lot of whites out there who are like, you know, this is part of the constant attack on white people. I don't know the motive in this case, but uh, this man, I just learned in that clip, this uh, male, adult black male, Darius Sessoms, 25 years old, lived with his parents next door. 
And for eight years, he was neighbors with this, uh, this uh, father. And the father, according to the report, had a fiancé. And I don't know if that was the mother or different mothers or what. White family breakdown is happening too, right? Big time. And the boy's two, six, two sisters, seven and eight years old, were with him when he was shot, according to reports. Killed as he rode a bike in his father's front yard in Wilson, North Carolina, just on, I guess, Sunday afternoon. Late Sunday afternoon. Point blank. Crazy, huh? Reminds me of the, it's kind of baffling, except it's a little bit different, from that um, killing of Kate Steinley. You know Kate Steinley, the woman who was killed by the uh, illegal alien? Beautiful young woman. Not that young, but fairly young woman. Like 30, 25, something like that. Killed while walking the San Francisco boardwalk or something like that. Along with her father and maybe brother or something. By an illegal alien who had been deported several times, had crimes against him. He got acquitted. He got acquitted in the murder or death. To me, like, I'm like, why would he kill her? So baffling. Was it just a random, okay, I'm going to kill this person? Did the gun go off? He found it and the gun went off? (laughs) Who knows? But illegal aliens do kill and rape many times. They steal. They sneak into the country, definitely. Um, They disrespect the laws, and their children do too. They don't have a respect for the law. They think, oh, this is a bad law. We need to let these people, we need to let us stay. Or, you know, it's so sick. So, um, just the degeneracy, adding to the degeneracy. And then you have these female-minded liberals that just feel sorry and allow this destruction to go on. Same thing here with 25-year-old man, no bit, I don't know what he was, he does look off. I don't know why he needed to be staying with his parents. He probably didn't need to be. That was probably the last thing he needed. This 25-year-old guy just ruined his own life by killing a five-year-old. And now this five-year-old's dead in front of seven and eight-year-old girls. Second and third grade, maybe something like that. Maybe first and second grade, who knows. Um, Crazy. But now you've seen what the father looks like. Crazy. What a shame. But, you know, that's, that's honestly, like, mild compared to what you really see commonly. You see just vicious attacks on whites. Sometimes they're not deadly. But by blacks. Because they're raised to hate. They're raised to hate and suspect, suspect racism and stuff like that. And hate and fear the cops. Yeah, and are they his real parents? Are they this Sessions guy? Sessoms guy? Did he have both parents? Like, he so-called lived with his parents. What's that situation? So many questions. But supposedly there was no bad blood, according to this father. Strange. Strange places in, in America, but, you know, this viciousness against whites is encouraged by the mainstream media, which has not picked it up, by the way, really. It's getting kind of forced into the mainstream. It's, it reminds me a lot of 
the so-called white on black incidents, the so-called white on black incidents, Black Lives Matter is always like, or black Twitter is always like, the mainstream media never covers it unless we force them to cover it. Yeah, they do. They jump at the chance. Any chance that they can of a white on black incident, they're going to play it up. If there's any doubt, they're going to suspect the worst of intentions by the white person or the cop or whoever or the white Hispanic. Because <laughs> they called George Zimmerman white at first and then later they found out he was Hispanic, so they called him white Hispanic. <laughs> George Zimmerman, who killed Trayvon Martin in self-defense. The thug. It's crazy. Um, I had to show that to you, just to give you an update, show you what the father looks like. He seems, I don't know, he seems like he's, uh, he needs, he needs to talk to Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> or just, uh, it's crazy. People, these people... Having kids, getting with other women, living in these weird neighborhoods. You heard that call from earlier today talking about that town is kind of a mess. Wilson, North Carolina, with the drugs amongst the blacks and the Hispanics and the whites. Um, let me get to some calls. Oh, you know what? Let me first get to some super chats. Tony Castle. What's up, man? Follow Tony Castle, dlive.tv slash Tony underscore Castle, and it's spelled like Castle is spelled, C-A-S-T-L-E. says, Trump should just deport Kamala before the elections. <laughs> I read that one already. White Baby Engineers, says Lin Yen Chin, need to revive hope for all. Yeah, he's referring to whites. <laughs> and he says, Earl, super slow. He's slow. Lassus, kind of like molasses, like mama, he says. Nigerian Prince 420 says, Earl, the greatest biblical scholar of our time. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin says, molasses slow, last persona, oh mama. Yeah, because he does, has this female mindset. You can't, ha you can't be a Democrat without having this female mindset. That's the fallen state female mindset, right? Slow lasses. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin. It's nice to see you again, by the way, Lin Yen Chin. I know people have busy lives, right? He says, Earl might be in grieving at the loss of Jesse's ear. Sad. Yeah, he no longer has access to Jesse Lee Peterson's ear, except when Jesse listens to the radio show here, my show. Asmodore gave a diamond and said, ask Earl what Obama was wrong about. Good question. Good question. Noah's Art Kansas gave a diamond and said, I bet a bean pie Earl voted for Clinton. Earl is 57, says Lin Yen Chin. How do you guys know this? What's up, White Rabbit Radio? Nice to see you, man. Follow White Rabbit, Rabbi, White Rabbit Radio. White Rabbit Radio. All one word. DLive.TV. Thank you for hosting the Hake Report. Asmodore says, T is a little black boy. <laughs> and that's a reference to T calling uh, Chris a white boy and refusing to call him a white man. Chris is a man. More man than T. Even though T's old. Uh, Evgeny Crosby 2020 gave a diamond and said, It's not allegedly Hake. He shot the boy. People saw. Yeah, I know, but... Um... I mean, back in, the, back in the good old days, 
the court of law would be the the decider of 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 the truth, right? Of of whether somebody was guilty or innocent. But now the courts are so corrupt because the people are corrupt. You heard about these female judges. I told you about it in Hake News, and I think I did. I tell you guys about it about this transgender boy on the on today's show yet? I haven't. <laughs> Joe Maddox says Hake judging people's appearances is female-minded. Might be true, but you know this guy—he has a missing tooth. How do I? Know? <laughs> I'm not judging it. I'm just pointing it out. But you know. Might be a little bit shallow. Based America first with a ninjet. Thank you, man. Based AF. Based underscore AF. Says, happy Men's History Month. After suppressing male individualism slash can-do attitudes slash hard work, will society realize that we no longer have nice things? That is a good question. There is a whole lot of spoiling to run its course, you know? But it is... It's on the, seems like it's on the decline. President Trump says the best is yet to come. I like his positivity and his confidence. But we definitely need an awakening. We being every, you know, every decent man who has any ear for it and, and woman too. (sighs) Let me just double check the Streamlabs. Hot computer smell. Gave a super chat and saying, North Carolina reporting error fuels 200,000 COVID testing overcount by LabCorp. Imagine if it were California. The impending lockdown could be worse than China or would be worse than China. I remember reading about that in North Carolina. Um, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were just over um, estimating the uh, percentages of people who were testing positive with COVID. Sean Bort says, what does Hake think of the Daily Stormer? I read it now and then. It's a well-written outlet. Um, I read an article by Andrew Anglin who broke down the interview of President Trump talking with that 34-year-old millennial Australian guy who's working for, uh, what is it? What outlet is that? Axios, which is a far-left outlet, and he did a good breakdown, and he had a great warning about, you know, if Trump doesn't win, you're going to have, and he just, they basically described South Africa, what's going on in South Africa, where whites are being attacked in their homes by blacks, and it is going on in South Africa, on the farms especially. The, you know, some of the most productive people in the country are being attacked and the police aren't doing anything and the politicians aren't doing anything they're laughing it off they're talking about oh we're not going to kill the white kill the boar yet and some of them do say kill the boar the boar the boar is the the white natives to south africa who started the country there was nobody there in cape town and they didn't even run into blacks for a hundred years. At least that's what I heard from Lauren Southern, who's a trustworthy journalist as far as journalists go, right? She did a great documentary about the situation in South Africa. And there are others, too. And I've interviewed the guy. Actually, he, he emailed me. He wants to come back on. Buffalo Bartlett. Buffalo Bartlett. So, yeah, um, Daily Stormer. They're, they're considered extreme. 
And you know, some of the stuff is like edgy. I don't know how serious it is. It doesn't seem like it's necessarily serious when they say stuff like, um, you know, they say some edgy things about homosexuals and stuff. I consider, I take that with a grain of salt. This is America. You have the freedom of speech. But I heard that they don't even have Americans allowing them to have a website. So they have to go to some other country, right? What is it called now? Daily... It's... Oh, it's not even that. Does it even ex... Is it taken off? It's not going. Is it been removed? <laughs> Hold on, guys. Now this is bothering me. Um, I'm talking about... I'm just trying to get to the website. Okay. Yeah, for some reason, when I went to Chrome at first, it didn't want to go. Yeah, but it's uh, dailystormriver.su. I don't fully endorse it, because I just don't know that much, but... I don't have... It's... It's a whole lot better than the mainstream media. So... Azador is on there, too. Yeah, dot .su. So, yeah, that's about all I know. I know that Andrew Anglin is accused of sicking uh, trolls on journalists and, like, harassing or something like that. And I don't, I don't know if that's true or if it's just because there's a whole lot of angry, disaffected young whites or just malicious people doing it in their name who are bad actors, right? Well, that's not something that he encourages, but he's was ordered from a judge to pay like such and such millions of dollars to this female journalist's family. Crazy, huh? And so I've heard, you know, different things. You know, I read about this stuff in the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a far-left anti-American outlet, but they have some information that may be trustworthy. So supposedly he's, he's like in hiding because of, like, this persecution. But maybe he was angry and, and misbehaving a little. Who knows? Who knows what the truth is? But that's about all I think and know about them. So, let me get to... Oh, by the way, Joe Maddox says, Roofer in Florida killed by a lightning strike was COVID. Really? I heard about the motorcyclist. It's sick. It's very sick. Let me get to Chess, first-time caller, been on hold forever in Texas. Chess, am I pronouncing your name right? Uh, your phone's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I've been listening to um, Jesse Lee for about two years. I called in uh, last month to uh, say Happy White History Month, and I wanted to. Uh, I'm going to call in again this month and say Happy Men's History Month. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of everything that you guys are doing, um, and I'm I'm just really um, wanting to contribute to the conversation because I was listening to you know what you said about Cannon Hennon, and that was just the most heartbreaking thing uh, that I've heard in a while. And the George Floyd story, they wanted to make that into a heartbreaking story, right. and then once the body cam uh, footage gets released, it turns out that 
he was resisting arrest for eight minutes, and this is a five-year-old kid riding his bicycle. Right. And to hear his uh, to hear his dad's voice was extremely heartbreaking. And I thought that he displayed an incredible amount of self-restraint because if that was me and my son, I would have killed that man with my bare hands. Like it's as soon as I could get a hold of him. So I thought that that was a, a bit bizarre because normally uh, a father who witnesses his son's death would not be in a state of mind of, oh, let me just uh, take care of him. I would go and attack the person who attacked my son. But I guess that shows that he had a bit of self-control. You and, know, that's, um, that's, that's common. Like, he, um, he held his son... And he was, he said that he was full of rage, but it said also that the, uh, the killer, the alleged killer, right, drove off Darius Sessons. He, he drove off. Yeah. I don't know how quickly he drove off, but he may not have really had the chance to go after the dude. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah, but it's you're another right. example of how the media distorts what's going on in our country and how they will report one thing but not report something else to control the narrative. And so I'm just glad that we have your voice and Jesse's voice because at the end of the day, truth does bring people together, all people of all different sorts of backgrounds. And just people um, of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Just understanding that there is a certain order to life that Jesse talks about God in Christ and Christ in man, man over woman, women over children. Uh, that is how human beings flourish and find happiness and meaning and fulfillment. And we've started to live in a society for the past 20 years where uh, every single place you turn, uh, our society is trying to destroy the family and to destroy the man. And so that's why I'm a huge supporter of what Bond does, because that's the whole entire mission of fighting against that agenda is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. And you have to start with talking to young men who call into the show and I listened to the other caller who was, um, you know, having difficulties in high school with women and not sure of himself at times, but he, I remember him saying he gained confidence by getting a job and I'm exactly the same way. All young men do not go to college, get yourself a job and move out of the house immediately because college is a brainwashing factory that loads you up with a lifetime of debt that you can't pay back. And yeah. so it forces you to become a slave to the system. And it's a terrible situation uh, because when my dad went to college, um, he could pay for it with a part-time job. And I'm fortunate that I went to a local college and only racked up about 15000 of college debt. But there's people out there who racked up a hundred or two hundred grand, yeah, three hundred grand of college debt, and they're not going to be able to pay it back. And they're uh, none so the wiser for it either. They're just full of, of made them even knowledge and ego. Than they were before. Yep, totally. Yeah, and uh, and what you were saying about De Blasio, this is really important to me because I'm from Houston, and I just looked up yesterday that Houston, in the past one hundred years, has only had three Republican mayors wow. and has not had a Republican mayor in the last 39 years. And that's the reason why you have terrible roads, extreme homelessness, yep. poverty and crime, and you have these major cities that are controlled by Democrats. You go down the list, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Houston, um, that have had these Democrat-controlled uh, cities, and they let everything get out of control because they don't care about the people. 
They just yep. care about themselves and furthering their own political career. And so, what, it, in my opinion, the strategy that the Republicans have to have, we need to take America's cities back and put a Republican mayor in every major city and then improve the cities, improve the economies, improve the roads, improve the schools, and prove to the people that electing Democrat mayors is what causes cities to be miserable places to live. Because I moved out of Houston to a small town, mm-hmm. and my life has been way better ever since I left the major city. Because it's, <laughs> you know, four, four million people, and it's way too much chaos when you live in a big city. Everything is more expensive, yep. and it's nothing but a headache. And so, you know, I just want to echo what you guys are saying to the young men out there, because when I found Jesse online, I was about 27 and I was still living with my dad, and my parents got divorced when I was a little kid, and I was so unsure of how this whole relationship between me and my parents works. And the way it works is that I was angry at my mom since the day my parents got divorced because the court gave custody of my sister and I to my mom, and that's what the courts do. They take the children away from the father. Yeah. And that's what ruins the kid's life is because all I wanted to do was be around my dad. And so after a year or two of living with my mom, I said, screw this. I'm living (laughs) with my dad and I'm not living with you anymore. Nice. And so my dad was paying child support, even though I was living with him full time. And my mom was constantly asking him for more money and more child support. And she was, uh, this is what happens with the the moms who get the divorce is then they use that money that's supposed to go to the kids. They use it on themselves. Right. They use it to, she, you know, she buys a car and she buys clothes and she gets her hair done and her nails done. And it's just a ridiculous system that there isn't any accountability for the money going to actually providing for the children. So socially in America, we're living in a really broken system and when our social networks of family and parents and children are breaking down then the society starts breaking down spiritually because we don't have the connection to the most important thing in life is family because at the end of the day friends come and go but right. your family is from birth to death well especially from birth through ch- early childhood you know what i mean and that's like the some of the most important time so are you, chess is it is it C H E S S? Am I spelling it right? Like the game. Okay. Are you white or black or Hispanic or Asian or what? I'm a straight white conservative male. Nice. One of the most hated people in America. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, I man. I voted for Trump in 2016, and I'm going to vote for him again in 2020, and that's what I called in uh, in Jesse's show to tell everyone, please go out and vote for Donald Trump because he's the only candidate who cares about our country and cares about improving it for our people and wants to put America first, and that should be the position of every American politician. If they are not saying, I want to put America first, vote them out of office because they are essentially saying, I'm going to put myself first and my party first over the people and over the country. And that is not the duty and the responsibility of the politicians. And so you look at what's happened in Minneapolis where they they brought in Ilhan Omar from Somalia. Right. And she would never, ever say she wants to put America first. She said the opposite. Right. She said in a public speech 
that she wants to dismantle the American economy and political system because it causes oppression. Well, that's her warped opinion right. of America. Yep. That's that's her illusion that she's projecting onto the people. And then so what these uh, people then say is now we want to defund the police and you just have to defend yourself. It's like they want to live in pure insanity and chaos. Yep. And we need to bring our society back to coming together and speaking about the truth and coming to bring peace and prosperity. And that is to me what Trump represents is he just negotiated a peace deal between uh, Israel and um, the United Arab Emirates. I heard that. Everyone had been saying that, oh, well, peace in the Middle East is impossible and we'll be at war for a million years over there. No, Trump just did it, you know, just yesterday. And so you have to give him credit where credit is due is that the past Republicans constantly wanted to go to war and to create more conflict. Trump yeah. understands that we need to focus on fixing our own country and pushing our own country into the future with our technology and our infrastructure so that we can not fall behind and not become a country that's collapsing in on itself. Because there's no reason for us to have a civil war or a race war. Exactly. We just need to have, we need to have logical people who are intelligent, who want the best for our people, and we need to put our country into the right direction. And I know that Trump is going to do that. It takes a man of peace to bring peace. It doesn't take a female-minded liberal or rhino to feel sorry for you, female mindset that just goes along to get along and then it escalates to race war in America or, you know, all kinds of different war in in fighting and wars in America and destruction for the world. Uh, Being nationalist is the best thing for the world. Who do you think is better for the for the world at large? Trump or Joe Biden or Barack Obama or any of these other sleazebags who want to who pretend like they can run the country better than Trump? Trump is better for the whole world by putting America first. A strong America is better for the whole world. Especially if it's a decent America, which is what Trump is bringing back, is decency. And young men like you and like what Jesse Lee Peterson is doing is bringing not just the strong infrastructure and technology and all that stuff, but also strong character, which is perfect. Heaven on yeah, earth, like what definitely. Jesse says. I appreciate it, Chess. Great call. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Nice, man. Take care. How can anybody argue with that or disagree with that? Smart. Why? That's actually better than smart. That's wise, right? Oh, yeah. Do right disagrees with it, but he doesn't really have a... a um, he doesn't really have an argument. Anyways, um, dude, I have to show this to you guys. This boy, the little boy, seven-year-old, I told you I was going to cover it during the... I covered it briefly in Hake News, right? According, I got this from Revolver.News, guys. Are you proud of me? I'm not reading... I'm still reading Drudge, yes. I still just blind to the... To the fact that he's changed according to you guys, and you know, it's not that I doubt you, it's just that I just plain don't see it. Um, 
But maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention back then. I don't know. But uh, transgenderism being pushed on an eight-year-old boy. And I don't know if the eight-year-old boy thinks that he is, too. I don't know. Maybe he does think that he is. You know, the, he's come under his mother's influence, which is not even his real mother, but by in vitro fertilization. Does that mean that she carried him, but it's not with her eggs, I guess? It was another woman's eggs, I guess? But what a mess. This father, um, Jeffrey Younger, I have some pictures of this boy and this, fe- I have more pictures of the female judge and the female crazed mother whose name is Dr. Anne Georgulas or Georgulas or Georgulas, G-E-O-R-G-U-L-A-S. Look at her. I don't know if that... What we're looking at is I got this picture from, if you're watching the video, I got this picture from uh, Daily Mail, and the top part I recognize as this female so-called mother, um, her website. It says, Modern Parenting, Classic Healthcare. And so I gather that this female, who is supposedly the mother of James Younger, or James Georgulas, is uh, a children's doctor. And in other pictures that are definitely from the way, and look, you see this woman sitting or crouching down with this boy who's in a dress and a hairpin thing. Sick. Sick. But this is really from the website, for sure. I got this screenshotted from... I think it's D-R-A-N-N-E-M-D, DrAnnMD.com. And prominently displayed around her neck is a, a, a necklace with a cross on it. A gold necklace with a cross on it. And she's holding a little mixed-race black boy. Cute little baby. And she's acting like, oh, she's such a caring doctor mother woman. <laughs> with her steth- stethoscope. And then she's looking at a little... Uh, you know, a young pre-adolescent girl's uh, ear with her necklace held outside of her shirt, which is unrealistic, so that you can see the cross on it. Because she's a, um, a female doctor in, in where? Da- where is this? Dallas or somewhere? Dallas area. The trial, you know, the hearings, the court hearings. Look at that. Look at that picture of her with the cross on her, like as if she's a Christian. Probably thinks she is a Christian. Who knows? SJW Christian, which is anti-Christian. Um, and I told you about this in Hake News. End of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. I won't really go over mu- it much again, but basically, long story short, this, this female judge, show the judge, um, a Democrat, elected, She's a pretty lady, pretty evil, wearing her robe, acting like she's all important. She's married, has children. <laughs> That's Joelle's drop. It wasn't me, but I don't really disavow. Because look at her. That's her and her husband. I, I gather that's a husband, the white one. And then she's all snuggled up to Barack Obama. And normally, like many times, you'll hear judges be appointed, but usually they're already a judge, 
and then they're a point. I don't know how it works. But anyway, she was elected. That means the people of this district in uh, Dallas County elected her back in like 2014 or something like that or 20 something and she was reelected in 2018 and she's making decisions like this to say father real father you can't have any say in your son's well-being he has to go with what the so-called mother the divorced woman who had in vitro fertilization with another woman's eggs, I, according to what I read. Um, she wants the boy, the eight-year-old boy, who's twins with this boy named Jude, to start transitioning to be a girl at eight years old. That's so insane. Can I get an amen? I, amen. And Obama was for this stuff, too. He was. Yet Joe Kenyon, <laughs> real name... I will not tell you. Uh, says, he was a great president. Yeah, right. The Save James pa- Facebook page has information about this. Revolver.news has information about it. LifeSite News, which is a Catholic pro-life website, uh, news website. Pretty good outlet. Has information about it. They're raising money and stuff. I don't know if it's... I'm with Jesse, on, Jesse Lee Peterson on this. I don't know if it's wise to be... Blowing 10 grand a hearing on these sick people, female judge, you're basically paying her wage, you know? This female judge to make these awful decisions. That's sick. It's sick. Nasty. And so, seven, eight-year-old boy being pushed to be a girl, and probably he's already that brainwashed and deluded that maybe he is... (sighs) That's such a... It's such a disturbing picture. Take it off. <laughs> white boy. Attack on whites, attack on men. Uh, dark side of the bear. What? Gave a diamond, said she looks like a man. Malkuth X gave a diamond and said, Is refusing to admit you're wrong alpha or beta? Beta. Depends on the context. Depends on whom you're admitting to. <laughs> I don't know. Actions. Actions are, I don't know. Depends, Malkuth X. He asked a great question about um, taking over people. Is that right or wrong? I think it depends on that too. For that too. It's definitely the way of the world. It's the reality of life. We're being taken over right now. But in a more female way than what the tradition used to be. Whereas you would just invade and take over. Nowadays it's you invade and guilt trip, and then take over. <laughs> um, Joe Maddock gave a diamond and asked, Can you create a shirt with the order of God on it? We can. We can. Might be a nice suggestion. In fact, I like the suggestion. Thanks, man. Design ideas welcome. If you don't mind uh, doing that. Any of you. But nice idea. Very nice idea. You know what? I gotta get to Daniel in California. Been on hold forever. Daniel, thank you for holding, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm well, Hey, How are you? I'm well as well. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm hearing my voice come back a little bit. Are you? Yeah, are you on speaker? No. Okay, cool. No. 
Well, uh, let's let's try it anyways. As well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, and you know, uh, the the boy's name was Cannon, right? Cannon Hinant. Yep, Cannon. Kind of like the yeah. the big gun. Yeah, Cannon, you're in a better place, and I hope God welcomes you into His arms, and and um, you don't have to suffer anymore. Yeah. Uh, the world is falling apart, Hake. And, um, you know, the world needs, every, you know, God is, is uh, fading away. And I would say that, you know, communism is um, at the forefront of that. Yeah. So uh, the reason why I was calling, and uh, before I talk to you about why I wanted to call, um, we've actually met before. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I have three children now. Um, I have another boy. So I have uh, two boys and a girl. Cool. And uh, he he was born at home, so me and me and my uh, my wife we uh, we had him at home um, while the kids were sleeping. They <laughs> actually fell asleep while he was actually ready to come out. Nice. Um, and I recommend that that to everybody. I, I I would say no to any of these hospitals. They uh, everyone I talk to, every mother they say, oh you're high risk or you can't have children or you can't have a baby at home. It's too dangerous. It was the most surreal experience I've ever been through in my life and I owe it all to my beautiful wife and uh, you know she's her faith is really strong and I help you know I'm pretty sure that's what helped get her through it nice I man. Have no doubts in my mind did you did uh, you watch oh I caught the baby that was it was just me and her okay at home day during quarantine yeah yeah <laughs> yeah piece of cake man we've been doing it for thousands of years <laughs> you, you and Joel Friday here. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, midwife, yeah. huh? Isn't midwife kind of traditional? But that's all right. Well, we we had a midwife with my first son, and uh, she, they're they're feminists. Oh know, yeah. Lift hard, and they didn't like me at all. And I tell you what, we spent three thousand dollars, and um, uh, it was it wasn't worth it. Um, you know, they just got in the way. And yeah. uh, they were really rushing things because they get paid per child. So, wow. And then uh, my 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 daughter was born in Oakland, <laughs> which is uh which is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> they, after my son was born, he got stuck, you know. But it was because of what they were trying to the midwives were telling her to do. Oh. So they they were obviously didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But my daughter came right out, and uh, my son. My third son came right out, and there was no problem. So, cool. All you women out there, I highly, I highly recommend you look into it. Um, don't let these doctors scare you. Okay? Out of curiosity, did you have to cut the umbilical cord? Oh yeah, he sat, he came out, and uh, we let it sit for an hour. We, we he just came out, and we just relaxed. My baby does not cry. My wow. son does not cry. He is calm. He's very smart. He's very uh, alert. And we he, we just sat for an hour with them with them without in in the in the placenta came right out and a lot of the reason why a lot of women like actually bleed to death is because they pull that placenta out and it it can cut them from the inside uh. and then they can't fix it so there's a lot of misinformation a lot of doctors you know they they get paid they they have to qualify so they have to have so many births wow uh, it's it's crazy dude the whole ph- the whole medical system the pharmaceutical uh, pharmaceutical system everything about what you know the system yeah. is all corrupt 
Yeah, racket, huh? It, it's all designed. Yeah, it's a racket. Yeah, exactly. Perfect word. It's a racket. I can't say um, that I'm surprised, honestly. No, no, me neither. Me neither. If you're surprised uh, nowadays, you've been living under a rock. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, wa- I wanted to talk to you about uh, a topic that doesn't get talked about a lot, and I wanted to ask you uh, if you knew uh, what you knew, and I kind of wanted to bounce things back and forth off of you. Um, before I ask you, are you libertarian? No. Okay. So what would you consider yourself to be, if you don't mind me asking? I think I would consider myself to be fairly conservative. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I don't really know that stuff that well, but I would definitely not consider myself libertarian. Maybe on some issues, I guess, but not on moral issues, really, or stuff like that. Right. But you are a Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I consider myself to be a Christian as well. Um, but that, that kind of brings us to the topic I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk to you about fascism. Okay. And Fascism, and you know I learned from that guy, is socialism, but a nationalistic socialism? No, that's no? absolutely wrong. Oh, okay. That's absolutely wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you look up, I know you can't pull it up for everyone to see, but if you actually type in fascist in the Hall of Representatives, there's two fascists hanging in the Hall of Representatives. It's a bundle of rods with a blade on the end of it, and it represents, and they actually have 13. Usually there wasn't 13 of them, but it represented the 13 colonies and how they stand together, and they actually fought against, and, and won against the biggest military force in the world, which was the British British uh, military, you know, because the sun doesn't set on the British Navy. Right. I'm sure you've heard that term before. Yeah. Um, it was it was actually kind of like, if you think about it, divine intervention, you know, like God wanted America to be created in a way. Is um, it true that because, France I mean, helped us out? Yeah, but, uh, you know, I mean, 3%, only 3% of the population... And uh, it, that's the, that's the rumor. Three percent of the population of thirteen colonies fought in the Revolutionary War. Wow! So they did win. They did come and help us. Um, but uh, the, uh, you know, besides all that, the fr- the founding fathers were fascists. That's the truth. Is they that? But I thought fascism was an Italian word for what Mussolini no, it's was. Not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you Google it, because Google is a communist uh, uh, program, it's a it's a communist uh, you know uh, place where they spread communist propaganda and they yeah. they degrade fascism and Christianity and the white man. Um, you know, the, uh, actually, fascism uh, Greeks the the Romans were fascists. They called themselves and that. We, oh, absolutely. They, they well, it's not fascism. They were more like a republic, like we are. But fascism is, a, is like a philosophy. It means that if we all believe in the certain things, like Christian, Christians, uh-huh. like actual Christians, not like these super church Christians, but actual Christians, you know, we're actually fascists because we don't stand for certain things. We don't stand for uh, trannies. We don't stand for pushing pedophilia. We don't, we don't accept these, these uh, you know, everything that's going on, all this, all this, all this nasty... So, um, so you define it in your mind, because you just said that the 13 colonies hung together, and that was fascist, right. and then there's uh, right. not putting up with this immoral stuff is fascist. What is fascist, then? Well, fascism would be like, um, okay, so if you want to go back to the 13 colonies, they all wanted to be free, right? 
Right. And uh, and they and they didn't believe in actually. Uh, let's say, um, and it, you know, I got to think it was back in the day. So, real people, quick, because I got to I got to get to the rest of my callers. Right. Yeah. But everyone needs to think. Everyone needs to think about this because if you're not for. But in you know, short, uh, in short, do, answer what that is. What fascism is. Okay, well, fascism is a philosophy that we, you know, that you believe in, and you don't budge on it. You don't budge on it. You you believe, and it, it goes again. It's actually so it's moral. any so it's any philosophy that you believe, and you don't budge on it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you can. I guess you can uh, put it that way. But you know what happens is that people who stand close to God and use fascism usually prevail. Okay. You know, so I would say uh, I would say fascism is actually closer to God than, and communism would be the opposite of that because they say communism fascism is the uh, is two pages of the same book, which is absolutely incorrect because communism the first thing they do is burn down the churches. First thing they do is destroy the nuclear family. The first thing that they do is to, is collapse everything that. How did American, you get into this stuff, Daniel? Uh, you can get into it. You know, um, if you actually look into World War Two. No, but. That's how did you get into it? Uh, well, you know, um, you know, I was like an anarchist when I was growing up. Ah. Uh, you know, I didn't. I said a lot of bad things about the flag, and uh, in the country, because uh, you know, I was just like all these other guys that are out there, you know, burning things to the ground. I felt like minimum wage couldn't get you anywhere. I felt like I was owed everything. And then because I had a few mentors in my life, I, uh, you know, I actually they they. they raised me to believe that, you know, if you work hard and if you stand for something, you know, there are there are people that think the same way. You know, they say 80% of everyone that you meet is worthless and the 20% actually you can actually connect with, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone, uh, but these communists, they call you a fascist right? because that is, is exactly the weapon that destroys them. Like, you know, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Yeah, they, whatever you want to believe, if the, if the Holocaust happened or if it didn't happen or whatever you want to believe, they band together and they became a world superpower almost like they were dying before that happened. They band together. I know, they were, they were hurting they, after the World War One. Interesting, man. And they were national socialists, but they were fascists in their philosophy. You understand what I'm saying? So don't let these communists control you. Fascism isn't a bad thing. It's actually... It's actually anyone that's really trying to stand for something, you know, and it's, it, it, you know. These I got you, Daniel. Fans, they, all I got to run. Work, I got dude. five minutes left. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah no Take problem, care. man. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm opening the treasure chest, guys. Who gave me? Oh, yeah, I already saw that ninja. Um, Dark Side of the Bear What says she looks like a man referring to the, uh, that doctor lady. Um. I gotta get to my sec- f- my first favorite caller, Maze in Maze Dayton, in Ohio. Day. <laughs> what? Do it again? Maze in the days. <laughs> Maze in Dayton, Ohio is on the line. She wants to talk about Kamala Harris. Maze, go for it. Hello, James. Hey. You remember when she was running for president and you said she was gonna be the nominee? Why did you say that? I said it because she's a black female and she is, um... She seemed like the next up in line. Oh, okay. And I was right, huh? Basically. You remember, uh, with all of this crazy stuff these people going around saying, they forget she ran for president, and she was before Biden came in yep. to run. She was, a, I mean, she was doing well. So she was, but then she, uh, she was 
came off as phony and nasty. And everybody saw that, and so she didn't do well. Really? Is that for yeah, and that's, and that's for even Democrats, so you know she's, like, extremely so, phony and nasty. So my other question is, yeah. what do you think about you saying voting by mail? What are the military people going to do with overseas? Those knowledge? ones, they do absentee voting. That's different from... They vote, but it's still the same thing. No, it's not the same thing, Mace. Because so what do you think about... Mace, it's totally different from, from willing... Hold on. From willy-nilly just sending out vote-by-mail stuff automatically to all the, all the residents and supposedly registered voters, who knows who they are, who knows who's actually voting, with the people who, who do, are doing absentee voting, those are people who love the country and they are already, they, it's, in, it's in, done in an orderly way, it's not done in the Democrat corrupt way, so of course it's, not less, it's less likely to be well, um, f- voter fraud from the military. The, what are you, you talking about? about? The long lines, people have to stand in and go vote. Should they have those long lines? Or yes. Lines yes. Where everybody can go vote? Like, no. In long lines. What? Long lines. Well, all lines are not because you can vote in churches, you can vote in schools. Right. Play, and sometimes you, you wait long lines in the oh, churches. Like the long lines. So if the in all honesty, Mays, it doesn't have to be poorly run. It's just people, it's, Democrats it's, typically it's, poorly run things. And they want to make it easy and corrupt. They want to make it easy and corrupt. Alabama yeah. got a governor that's Republican, and he's doing voting by mail. And he's a rhino. Rhino. Work. Oh, they got to be rhino. Y'all, need, that's sickening to hear stuff like that. And then with the little guy that got <laughs> the little boy that got killed in the in the yard. Yeah. Uh, I would be upset if they would have took let that man ride around and then put him in jail, or put him in jail and then let him out, and saying that he didn't do it on purpose. I would be upset. But he's in jail, and he's probably going to prison. So that's the end of that story. That's what it's not the end of that story. We want to know what the motive was. That. He's in jail. I know, but we would. It would be nice. Be Hold on. Hold on, Mace. It would be nice what? to know what the motive was and all that other stuff. And if what you and if you actually like, you're pretending. Oh, since he's already in jail, we should be happy. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. It's what y'all don't comprehend. If you if you make up a lie and don't do what you need to do, that's where people get upset. If Whatever, Mace. You don't make sense. That's what a lie come in. The lie oh, comes in they, if, when, like hold on, hold on, Mace, hold on, hold on. The lie comes in, shh, the lie comes in when scum of the earth like Colin Kaepernick accused cops, of all people, of getting away with murder when it's blacks who are getting away with murder of other blacks and other whites. In reality, in reality, Maze, that's in his mind and in no, your no, no, mind. Your mind. You're blind. I didn't call to You're have blind. an argument with you. I just want to ask you questions. All right. Caucasian and I'm not, and I can't think for you, and you can't think for me. Yes, I can. So that's why I like yes, to I can. And ask you questions. No, you can't. You can't Where's your me. husband? And you're not a woman. Where's your husband? What are you worried about my husband for? I'm not worried. I just want to know where he is. Uh, I think he's sitting here laughing at you. What? Oh, yeah? You think or he is? He you think you he is he or is he? You want to know why he can sit here and laugh at you? Because he owns his own business and he don't have to be nice. like uh, the other one that call in. What does he think of you calling into the Jesse Lee Peterson show and the hate I report? Am a wom- I am a woman. He does not have my man and, I, he, and I'm a free. I'm not a slave. If I was his slave, he, I would have to ask him could I call in, but I'm not his slave, so Dang. I'm free. That's why I'm happy. Sounds like a happy marriage. Happy. Yeah. All right. So well, yeah, I appreciate so it, Mace. When you come with that, so I'm asking you, when did that happen when the little boy got shot? Mm, day was that, Sun- Sunday afternoon, I think. Yeah, so Late that's afternoon. what I'm saying. If they would have put that man in jail and let him out and said that uh, something else besides what, what happened and, and, and they let him out of jail, 
but he's in jail, and that's where he needs to be. Right. Are and you trying, by, by saying that, way, that, Maze, are you trying to imply that every white who come, kills a black in self-defense should be in jail, anybody, too? Anybody, anybody, not only a black, anybody uh-huh. in self-defense. But y'all call it self-defense when you when you were looking and seeing. And then you don't know you what you're to, talking about. You're just assuming. Video, then you got to turn uh-uh. around and do what you're No, you're assuming. Yes, yes, no, you me. Yes, you are. No, you assume it. No. So when y'all comprehend that, y'all be doing good. Do you believe in innocent unless proven guilty? That's the way it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to get beat up by Then the how come? No, 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 no. You don't know what you're talking about with that. What is the job of a cop? No, 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 no. We're talking about innocent unless proven guilty. All right, it's a waste of time. Nice talking yeah, with you, Maze. You have you. a good weekend. So when y'all comprehend that, y'all be doing good. That's All right. Y'all All right. Good. Right on. You too. Um... Amazing the days. Yes. <laughs> this person, please, how do you say that name? Pleiadian, Pleiadian Tech says fascism doesn't mesh with the Bill of Rights. Hmm. And Bible Gochu guy says, all the right, all right, he just redefined fascism all by himself without any evidence whatsoever supporting the ridiculous idea that fascism is any belief that you don't back down from. Just because you got the baby birthing down right doesn't... That's only one cylinder that you are firing on, he says. <laughs> so Bible go-to guy does not buy um, that fascism is what this guy said. But look it up. Look it up. The point stands that you shouldn't be backing down from anybody calling you a fascist. They're just, you're standing for what's right. Whatever you call me, I'm standing for what's right. But, yeah, some people do get some, uh, in reaction to these evil attacks, you can get some e- crazy ideas or wild ideas, and you don't want to go down that road for sure. Oh, my gosh, I'm over. Christina, call me back tomorrow. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was that over. The heck? Guys, we have the fallen state in less than an hour. And um, church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Did you notice? What? That we're way over. <laughs> you did? You didn't even tell me anything, did you? No. <laughs> Joel likes it. He wants three hours of Hake. But anyways, guys. TheHakeReport.com slash show for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com slash show for Jesse Lee Peterson's show. TheFallenState.tv for The Fallen State, which is coming out in less than an hour. And RebuildingTheMan.com slash church for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Look up your own, the stuff for yourself. Take care. <laughs>